fresh haircuts for all the guys? Uh, there will be. Looking forward to it. The barber is in San Antonio. <clears throat> is three days about the right time to have off? If you had more than that, you might get a little stale. If you had less, you might have not quite enough time to absorb how, how much fun it was to be Denver and get ready for San Antonio? Well, hopefully, if it's more than three days, you would be stale because that would mean that the Spurs would be stale. <laughs> but I think it's the right, right amount of time. It gives us enough time to recoup, to recover, and to, uh, you know, get situated as far as, you know, the game plan and getting in the minds of, of our players what we're going to attempt to do against the Spurs. <clears throat> throwing you against the old war horses. First you get George Carl, and then you get Pop. You know, that's kind of a couple pretty top-level guys. Well, absolutely. Um, you know, Pop is a guy that I have tremendous respect for. I think he's one of the greatest coaches in the history of professional sports or any, 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 uh, on any level. Uh, the way he goes about his business, uh, he's incredible to me, and he's treated me uh, tremendously. Your different role as player, broadcaster, coach. How have you? How has your relationship with him evolved? How, it, how have you learned about him in different roles that you've had? Well, it wasn't. It wasn't any relationship as a player. Um, obviously, he was coaching another team, and uh, he probably didn't think I was good enough to play for play for him. Uh, but as a broadcaster, um, you know, spending time with him and during playoff series, also um, during the regular season games in San Antonio or games that San Antonio played in. Um, he's always been real good to me. Uh, so we've had a great relationship and I think, you know, respect and appreciation for one another. Um, guy that was my assistant trainer in Indiana has been their head trainer. The guy that's now our trainer and was my ball boy in Indiana was their assistant trainer. Um, he's, he's just not just a great, great coach, but you know, I love the way he conducts himself and and um, and how every guy that leaves there, you know, raves about him. We saw a little bit of the toll that Game Six took on Curry uh, the other <coughs> yesterday. Uh, how did Bogut come out of uh, Game Six after that long effort? Um, you know, it, it's good that we have time off. That's for all of our guys, but especially those two guys. Mm -hmm. I thought uh, game six really put a demand on their bodies. <clears throat> Are you, do you think you're on uh, double secret probation with the league in terms of anything you say in the media about the way the games are going, officiating or anything like that? I'm not even going to get into that. I didn't do anything to start with. A lot of people nationally know about the big three San Antonio has. Why Leonard getting a lot of attention in San Antonio? Maybe it's part of a big four, big three. What about his game? Stand up to you. Well, he's a heck of a basketball player, and um, you know they got a steal in the draft. The guy that knows how to play, that was ready to play, and um, you know does everything the right way on the floor. His ability to defend, compete, understands his role, has the ability to be a, a guy that. You know, waits for those guys to make plays, but he also has the ability to facilitate and be the playmaker. Um, the future is extremely bright for him, and you can see at some point the passing of the torch. 
Mark, right, okay. is there, is there a... guys <coughs> up and down, but can Richard Jefferson help players maybe go to them and say, you've got to watch out for what this guy does? Well, if you're looking for the great line, yes. But, I mean, at the end of the day, we all know each other. Coaches, players, <clears throat> it's no secret he doesn't need to tell any, you know, Steph Curry, well, Tony Parker likes to get into the paint, you know. And Ginobili's really crafty and good. No, we know who they are. Uh, we know their strengths. Um, Richard is a veteran guy that, you know, sees a lot of stuff and can help in that sense. Uh, and I wouldn't just minimize them to a Spurs series. That's 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 all you. What's the advantage of going in a day early? <clears throat> I just think just uh, being in the city. Uh, anytime that you can do that in a playoff series, get away from all the distractions and get your mind set on the mission, you know, at hand, I think it's beneficial. There's been this conventional wisdom that San Antonio, while it's been a great team, isn't an exciting team. What do you say to that? Well, I'm a basketball player, I'm a basketball fan, I love the game, and I'm a purist. And if you're that, then the Spurs brand of basketball is extremely exciting. Uh, they just execute you to death, and they, um, I mean, they, they, they're really a joy to watch. Really a joy to watch. When you're against them? Yeah, I mean, you got to appreciate it. You got to appreciate it. I'm sure, you know, Pop coaching against us appreciates the things we do. Um, we respect that team. And, um, and the way they go about their business. Now, that being said, it's going to be a great series. It's going to be a lot of fun. So for a guy that's been in the media, why do you think they kind of have that image or perception among some people anyway that they're not an exciting team? Well, I don't know who says that. You know, I did a lot of their games. When? Um, oh, yeah, I had to point the finger. <laughs> um, a, a lot of their games I did, and, you know, it's fun to watch. I think, you know, everybody, you know, in this sports-centered, you know, generation, we want to see the dunk, we want to see the crossover. They don't do that. But they give you an awesome brand of basketball that is the type of basketball that, uh, that you can sustain that will, will, will give you an opportunity to win year in and year out. When you, when you look at tape of them, when you watch them up close, what is it that is a joy for you? What are the things that you see that are beautiful to a basketball purist? The adjustments, the way they execute, the way they stick to their game plan, uh, the chess match of, of pop, night in and night out. Um, they're professional, they're respectful, and uh, they compete. And, I think at the end of the day, that's that's great. It's going to be refreshing to be in a series where something's good said about my guys and the way that this culture has changed from the opponent. Mark, bottom line is. Well, he's a heck of a basketball player, and he's a wild card. His ability to, you know, make plays um, off the dribble, off the catch. Um, you know, he's done it for a long time, and he changes the pace. He impacts the game when he gets in. He's certainly going to be a guy that we're going to have to pay a lot of attention to, and we understand that. I've heard a lot of people, and I'll raise my hand, thought after you guys lost David in game one that you could win that series. Given that Andrew has such a big role now, 
if he's not at least 80% when you got to go against Tim Duncan, how hard would it be to win without having Andrew at least 80%? We are a no-excuse basketball team, and we will find ways <clears throat> to get it done. Um, hopefully he's in, and he's healthy, and he's impacting the games. <clears throat> but we have guys that are ready uh, to step up and do uh, the job that needs to be done.